Welcome back, Seahawks fans, to the newest episode of the Seahawks Nest Podcast. I'm your host, Santo, joined, as always, by the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger to my McDouble. It's Kevin Garber. Kevin, how you doing? You know, I appreciate that I'm the economic standard for how we consider how much things cost. And our very own Whopper Jr. That's right. It's Eric. He's back. Hey, Whopper Jr. Hey, we don't have two Kevins because you can't have just one I'm Junior glad we... Bacon Cheeseburger. <laughs> I'm glad hey. we got back to uh, uh, the most insulting one being reserved for uh, Eric. Yeah, so. that's, uh, okay. hey, let's, let's let's talk about the Whopper. Let's talk about the Whopper. Lathered with mayonnaise okay. is the first thing you got to say when talking about the Whopper. Okay, pros pros for Burger King. They put they put the condiments on both sides of the bread. They aren't playing around. Yes. Cons for Burger King: nearly everything, everything else. Yes. <laughs> Would you like onions? No. What's well, gonna have onions? Uh, have it your way, maybe. <laughs> Uh, yeah it's uh, i have it my way because i go somewhere else you know i really before i bought my grill i really could have used that spray that they use to make it seem like it's grilled because liquid smoke yeah liquid i think it's like liquid burger smoke it's it's poorly applied liquid smoke and that's why it has like a weird like tangy taste to it's it's not good it's really bad also their uh spicy chicken sandwich is a crime against food I'm just gonna it, put that out there. The thing is, is that they sometimes every once in a while they'll put something on their menu and it's like, oh, this this kind of bangs. This is good, but then it's gone and it's back yep. to just Are like. Are you referring to the Spider Man chicken, chicken fries? No, that was bad. I really, I really <laughs> wanted Inter- to try. international sandwiches. Were not bad. We, we, yeah, we 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 made it the Spider Man Miles Morales burger. It's wasn't it like completely dyed black? Yeah, it was like black or like, red. Either way, it was terrible. It was. I mean, it I had real spiders I had, in it. I it didn't have weird. it, but it looked. Here, uh, mile. I'm gonna look it up. Miles it was Morales made out of spiders and man. sandwich. Okay, so it is. It's completely red with black sesame seeds. Healthy. That's worse. That's uh. This is not. This looks horrible. Yeah, your internal organs. Uh, this is. Love you for that. I'm really glad that you're gonna you're gonna plan school lunches in the 90s could come out of retirement to make a Burger King menu. Oh, item. it was Mc, it was McDonald's Japan that had the completely black burger. The the um. The Spider-Man's Miles Morales burger, though, if you eat that, you're going to think that your poop is, has blood in it because, because of how much red food Gross. diets in that thing. <laughs> anyway, let's. it's like eating, it's like uh, eating red velvet cake on news. crack. Uh, important Seahawks news. What is your news. favorite Seahawks-themed vehicle? Yeah, so I'm going to peek behind the curtain here. Usually, like, when I start my show notes, okay, the, I, so I have a Twitter list that has, like, uh, you know, the, all the, the Seahawks beat writers in it and all this stuff. I look at that. And then, so this week it was pretty uh, sparse. And so then I was like, okay, so then what I do, next thing I do is I go on Reddit and I look at top stories from the last week. And I was like, every single one of these is just a picture of a car with a Seahawks logo on it. What is, what is going, nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. (laughs) Nothing is happening. So what was your favorite one? Uh, Mine was the train. The train. (laughs) Mine was that like half, mine was like that half truck. Like the, right, like right, the yeah. like the like the like the little like uh, half uh, semi truck thing. I'm looking at these like, right now, and the I half semi truck is probably where it's at for me. Uh, this one with all the dolls hanging off the front, and then on the top of the car, not that one. Definitely no. not that one. Uh, uh, that the uh, uh, the like late seventies model El Camino. They did a good job on that with the uh, the green and the light blue. It's kind of the the throwback look but then they have the the new uh seahawk on the door like that was a good move yeah what about that delorean that one's all right too Eh, i'll take a look from time to time (laughs) all right let's what about the seahawks cake did you see that one it looked like uh, it looked like one of the rookies drew it 
that that's my review. <laughs> that's my review of this cake. Is that you know how it's? Oh it's, God, uh, it does. Oh no. Here, I'll, I'll post it in the chat for you, Eric. Too. It, it, it's a uh, you know it's it's definitely rookies level. Uh, <laughs> Seahawks. Wow. Uh, drew the that's, cake. Uh... <laughs> what I what I want to know though is like you go to the bakery. You you go to the bakery and you're like, hey, I want a Seahawks cake. And the baker says, yeah, I can do that. And then they hand you this cake because it's in like a plastic shell. They got this from like a they, from a bakery. I mean, I see the face mask. I vaguely see the colors. Is this from your time at Albertsons, Nathan? <laughs> I mean, it looks it looks like. Why would you say yes? I can make a Seahawks cake if this is what you're going to produce, though. Like, if you're going to produce this, you know the customer's not going to be happy. I, like, I don't know what I appreciate thinking. the hockey like goalie mask for the cake for the Seahawks cake. It works. All I can picture is the chicken tendies guy on the GIF doing like that exact expression, but he's like setting a cake before you. He's like, this is my work. Yeah. Like, little finger twiddling. <laughs> it's so weird. All right. Uh, I went to a really good cake shop this week, by the way, uh, if you guys want. It's love, love by the Slice. It's in like Hilltop Tacoma. Recommend, recommend it. Okay, here we go. Uh, our big topic of the week is the AFC West. Okay, Much anticipated. AFC- AFC West. Here we go. Uh, the AFC is so good. Uh, that, after doing this, it just made me think again, like, man, this is a deep conference. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve teams I have respect for. And 11, 13, 13, sorry. Went the other way. 13 teams I have respect for in this division, which is crazy. Okay. Start off with the Broncos. Oh, wait. Okay. This is going to, I'm going to do a little improv here because I forgot to write down the Broncos draft pick. So here we go. The Broncos oh, went you. five and 12 last year. They, I got, I got this. I got, I'm going to do it. It's going to be so good. <laughs> the Broncos were five and twelve last year. They're over under a set at eight and a half plus one hundred five. They added Samaje Pirine, Mike McGlinchey, Ben Powers, and Zach Allen. They lost Draymond Jones, Dalton Risner, and Billy Turner in the draft. They got Marvin Mims Jr., Drew Sanders, and Riley Moss. Seahawks connection. They have added Seahawks legend Frank Clark to bolster their edge corps. Edge core. I don't know. Eric, I like I like corpse what, better in that. What do you think? What do you think? Yeah, because Frank Clark moves like a corpse, <laughs> except for when it's the playoffs. He's, uh, hey man, you gotta save it. You gotta save it. All right, Eric. What do you think about the Denver Broncos? They, I, I didn't include their biggest ad, which I'm sure you'll get to very quickly. Here. Wait, are are you ex- are you explaining their their head coach or the fact that their quarterback Sean, will rise Sean. from the dead? Sean Payton, yeah, that's definitely their biggest ad for sure. So what do you what do you think? Is Sean Payton gonna be able to fix the problems here? Uh, I'm I really do think that the Broncos will have better days ahead. Meaning anything after last season, it wasn't like they were the worst team, but honestly, they thought they were going to the Super Bowl. Every single person thought that they would at least go to like the championship game, and they were nowhere near close to the playoffs. So yeah, Sean Payton will fix it. Will he fix it this year? A lot of people are saying that Russell Wilson is going to turn it around. A lot of NFL players are like, don't sleep on Russell Wilson. He's a new guy. He's slimmed up. Kevin Garber, best shape of his life. But it's going to take a little time. Um, The only hope that I think the Broncos have is the last game of the season. What I think there were two of the last three games they played, Russell Wilson like kind of played like classic Russell Wilson. Um He's still another year older. He still can't run like he used to. The offensive line is not fixed. Uh, I think it's going to be improved, but uh, I think the Broncos are going to compete in the division this year. Not for the division, in the division. 
Yeah, um, I'm kind of with you. I mean, Ben Powers and McGlinchey will make this offensive line better than what it was. Uh, but the problem is, you know, how much was Russell Wilson? They also have Seahawks legend Tony, Tony, Tony Jones Jr. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Tony, the the yeah, this 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 roster is, is high upside, high downside. I could see a wide range of outcomes for this Broncos team. It really comes down to me is like, how much do they get out of this pass rush? Baron Browning, Randy Gregory, Frank Clark, Nick Benito. It's a solid pass rush rotation. If two of those guys can get 10 sacks, this defense is going to be pretty good again. And that leaves the offense in a position where they don't have to get a ton better. And they have a great offensive mastermind and Sean Payton coming in. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of bullish in general on the Broncos. I think they should improve. They also have uh, one of my favorite players ever, Will Jordan. So so <laughs> quick, yeah. Before I'm, I'm a, before we go to Kevin, do you you brought up their additions on the offensive line? Do you think that fixes their issues though? It's not like fixed because the, the issue is Russell Wilson. Like the mm-hmm. problem the problem for them is that like Garrett Bowles, Ben Powers, Lloyd Cushenberry, Quinn Meniers, and Mike McGlinchey is a good NFL offensive line. It's it's at least solidly middle of the pack, but Russell Wilson runs himself into pressure. So the question becomes how much, how good of an offensive line can you put in front of him? Does it even matter? Right. Does it even matter how amazing of an offensive line we put it, put him in front of them. And another thing too, is people will be like, Oh, well they lost Draymond Jones. They lost pass rush. Like adding Zach Allen makes that kind of a wash. It's not, it's not going to be a huge different. I mean, they're different kinds of players, but like in terms of talent level, they stayed pretty, pretty similar and i do think i mean yeah the drop down from uh from chubb to bradley chubb to frank clark is significant but randy gregory and barry and browning are no slouches they're not like bad football players so if those guys can both maintain you know top level performance the defense should be all right it's it's a high upside high downside roster i'm i'm kind of excited to see what they're capable of uh because you know if it's a disaster again that's funny and if they're really good i think that's fun that's fun for a different reason you know it'll be fun to see to see them uh play well so either way i think i'll be happy because i one thing i don't think they'll be is boring mm-hmm. that's that's my that's my biggest review is i don't think this team will be boring Cam, what do you think about the uh denver broncos I feel like they kind of made a lot of lateral moves. I think McGlinchey is an upgrade at uh, right tackle, but I don't think that Ben Powers is a like sizable upgrade over Dalton Reisner. Um, and in general, I think their roster is kind of thin. Uh, when you're both thin and you're relying on an older quarterback, like you said, that creates a really significant swing. Like they could be super up or super down. Um, the other thing is I think it's going to take a little bit for them to become consistent under this coaching staff. Sean Payton's a good coach, but remember he had a series of like seven and nine seasons with the saints too. Um, and like, if things aren't clicking, it's pretty easy to float right around 500. Um, I also think Vance Joseph is a good defensive coordinator and I think they have the makings of a really good defense, but I do think that they're kind of missing that put you over the top pass rusher. So they'll be kind of middle of the pack as far as rushing the passer goes, unless Randy Gregory can really recapture form. Um, and for defensive backs, uh, they're really going to need someone to step up alongside uh, Patrick Sertan. Um, like Damari Mathis is interesting. Riley Moss has potential. Uh, Trayman Smith, who they brought over from Houston, um, has some good play in his career. Uh, Kawan Williams coming over from San Francisco, uh, I think a season or two ago, 
um, has had health issues that kind of kept him from peaking, but he's shown that he can play, but they, they, they need consistent corners to start. If the cornerback play can be good enough to bolster the pass rush a little bit, I think that they can be a really dangerous team and a playoff contender. But with that many questions and possible outliers, I'm looking at more like an eight and nine season. Yeah, I have them at nine and eight. I, I do think they're close. It's, I could easily see them in the playoffs. It's it's close. They're right in the mix for me. But uh, they, they're going to need to... I mean, it's uphill battle. They have to play the Chiefs twice. They have to play the Chargers twice. They play the AFC East, which is a pretty good uh, division, as we've outlined before. Uh, yeah, I just... It's tough. It's tough. The They got to win games. AFC is a bloodbath, and some teams that are good are just not going to make it, and this might be one of them. They might be a good football team that just doesn't quite make it to the playoffs. Eric, what do you have? Nine and eight as well. All right, let's go ahead and move to the Kansas City Chiefs. They're 14 and three. They're over under set at 11 and a half, minus 135. So the over is favored. They added Juwan Taylor, Charles Aminihu, Drew Tranquil, and Mike Edwards. They lost Orlando Brown Jr., Juju Smith Schuster, Juan Thornhill, and Miko Hardman. Seahawks Connection returning Seahawk Jaron Reed left us for the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, in the draft, Felix Enadike Uzuma, Rasheed Rice, and Wanya Morris. Great, great name. Uh, Eric started us last time. So, Kevin, start us off. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, the reigning Super Bowl champions. Do you feel like they're uh, set up for success here? I like some of the moves that they made in the offseason. The thing that I think it comes down to is, did the moves they make at offensive tackle, are those good enough? Um, Juwan Taylor got a big contract despite not having a long track record of good play. They brought over Donovan Smith from Tampa Bay. Uh, is he capable of holding down left tackle or can Lucas Niang step into that role? I like what they've done with wide receiver. Kadarius Tony getting a full offseason um, could be a really good fit. Rasheed Rice's uh, skill set complements Kadarius Tony really well. Um, also working as kind of a Marquez Valdez-Scantling uh, insurance policy. And if Sky Moore can't be a bigger piece than what he was last season. I think Richie James is a really solid slot player. So they've done some good moves to shore up a receiving core that doesn't have that plus plus player right now, but it's deep with solid players. And if there's anything that we can trust, it's that, you know, they have one of the best. They have a, they have a number. They have a number one wide receiver. His name is Travis Kelsey. He just wants this. He runs this one option route over and over and has <laughs> has absolute mind meld with his quarterback so that they can. And, and he's always open. It's it incredible. Is um, and yeah, the outside guys, like you said, Kevin, all they need is one of like Kadarius, Tony, Sky Moore and Richie James or Rasheed Rice. All they need is one of these guys to be like halfway decent and they'll be completely fine. If two of them are good that league's in trouble <laughs> which like, i think there's a decent chance two of them end up being good which yeah, is why like, it's like this it could be it, a really deadly year and it doesn't really matter which two either like everyone there's like mm-hmm. a lot of i get a lot of sky more hype articles in my alerts because i have sky more in my dynasty fantasy team and he is in the best like, shape of his life it's like oh my gosh this guy sucks but okay i'm 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 gonna hope and then they're like oh he had to learn everything last year because he came from like a like a B level program or whatever. It was like, like completely different. He wasn't ready. 
So like, yeah, maybe or Kadarius Tony, you know, he's just just a weird guy. If he can stay healthy, like Kadarius Tony's problem is not talent. The problem is no. If they could teach him to give a shit about football, that would. (laughs) Uh, And like, yeah, so that I think they're set up for success as well. I'm I'm right there with you. This is a team. I like all their moves. They like they know what they're doing. They know who they are. They keep the really important players: uh, Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. Like their their corner. Their rolling rebuild of their defense has been really good too. Their cornerstone players are not good. And yes, that's the thing I was going to mention is that they have drafted really well on defense. Karloftis, Bolton, Gay, Cook, these guys, Trent McDuffie, these guys are all major contributors on defense. And they're all guys they've drafted in like the last three years. The, they have done a great job in the draft. And it makes me think, you know, Felix and Adika Uzuma and Chamari Connor might be better than I thought. Because like this team knows how to get good players into roles where they can be successful. Also, playing next to Chris Jones and Derek Nandi like makes defensive ends just look better that's yeah, that's also yeah. part of it you get to play next to those get to play next to those dudes you got the pocket collapsers uh coming in and then i love the way that like they can always pick up like one or two like weird veterans that you don't expect like danny shelton and it's like oh yeah he's just gonna contribute he's gonna be a rotation player and just kind of fill fill them out and like drew tranquil another good example of a guy who's like yeah he'll just he'll just play a role on their defense he's not gonna be asked to play 800 snaps he's so soothing. you know he's just he's just gonna <laughs> He's just going to come in. He's going to come in and play four or five hundred. Eric's like, like Leo Chanel smells good. Hybrid safety, box safe, uh, box linebacker kind of weird hybrid role. And I don't know. It's going to be awesome. I think they're. I think it's a good team. Obviously, they just won the Super Bowl and they didn't change that much. Eric, what do you think? Are they are they back on track for another Super Bowl appearance? I mean, we, we've kind of knocked over every point, but uh, I think the receivers aren't going to be a problem with Mahomes as the quarterback. I want to bring something up though right now. Look at their schedule. <laughs> their yeah, schedule it's... is, I mean, forget about away and home. Detroit, Jacksonville, Chicago, Jets, Minnesota Vikings. Maybe that's maybe that's hard for them. I don't know. And then it gets into the division with like Denver, Clippers, Denver. Okay. They could easily, <laughs> they could easily get to the bye at, at nine yeah, and yeah, like they're like I, and right after their bye, they've got Philadelphia, but then after that, they have Buffalo and Cincinnati as like the challenge. Games. Scrubs. Yeah, it's. I think the mean is like seven and two at the bye. It's crazy. <laughs> like if I was setting the over under for uh, wins at the seven bye, and it's and seven and a half. Yeah, so are they not set at seven? So you can pick seven. Are they? Uh, <laughs> are they on track to win again? Yes. Yeah. I had a hard time like finding losses on the schedule. I just think this is a very good team. Eric, what you got there for record? Uh, thirteen wins for the Chiefs. I had fourteen. Oh wow! Yeah, like I said, I I was just this is this seemed like the best team to me again, and I hate doing that because it's like you want to have spicier takes, but just they're just good. They're just very good. Uh, I have them at twelve and five. I think it might take a little bit for them to catch their rhythm at the beginning of the year, but I also just don't like putting win totals super high when I'm projecting. I agree. Yeah. I. I like it. Okay, let's go ahead over to the. Hey, the Raiders went six and eleven last year, and I just got to stop right there because I, I was like, they won six games last year. That's like typical. That's Raiders, like though. that's like that's like four more than that's I thought. Though. I don't know why. I, I was like six and eleven. Anyway, uh, they're over under six and a half with uh, over being a slight minus one twenty favorite. They added Jacoby Myers, Jimmy G. Austin Hooper, Marcus Epps, Rockison, Denzel. They lost Rockison, Denzel Perryton, Foster Moreau, Jaron Harmon, and of course, Derek Carr. They drafted Tyree Wilson, Michael Mayer, and Trey Tucker. Seahawks connection. 
Seahawks legend Philip Dorsett will suit up for the Las Vegas Raiders this year. Uh oh, Eric, right? Uh, the Raiders. What do you think? Uh, the Raiders. Where to begin? Um, <laughs> is is Jimmy G better than Derek Carr? I don't think he is. And if he is, no. it's going to be <laughs> nope. no. It's simple answers, no. But I I can see four games. <laughs> Where they're like, wow, Jimmy G in these three to four games is really showing uh, his grit as an NFL quarterback. And then he'll go back to being injured or just playing really poorly. Until so, he buries a throw were, in the linebacker's chest. Yeah. <laughs> you saw you saw what Josh Jacobs uh, did Jingle last Lager. year, though. They they really they really like leaned on Josh Jacobs last year. And I do feel like that's where we're heading again this year. They picked up like scrap heap running backs, Brandon well, Bolton and Amir Abdullah. They're, they're also going to be relying on their backup quarterback at some time because they've got Jimmy G. I, I think the main thing that you have to circle with the Raiders, and if they're going to be competitive in this division, they're the worst team easy. And yep. on top of that, their defense in this division, their defense is bad. But in this division that is like a high-octane passing division, I think these guys are dead in the water. I think six wins is I wanna, maybe. I want to talk to you about the defense, Eric. I want to talk to you about the defense. Yeah. You look at this defense. Okay, who are the two best? Like, what? What this defense has a couple good players on it. Who are they? Oh, uh, Chandler Jones. They're, they're Chandler nope. Jones and Max Crosby. Yeah. Like, those uh, are the – Not Chandler Jones. <laughs> well, Chandler Jones had a bad offseason last year. But you, but if you look, like, that, those are the guys that you need to get big production from, right? Those are your yeah. stars. Yeah, them uh, and Nate Hobbs. Yeah, the, their slot corner, who's like their other best. Their rookie could yeah, okay, could turn out to be corner. all right too. But here's the thing: you have a top ten pick, and you picked it at the position that you are ostensibly deepest at. Like I understand taking a pass rusher, Tyree Wilson. It's it's fine. You sometimes you got to do it, but like, what are you doing? Like you got to build a, a team, and if you're not, it, it this feels like a team that is not trying to compete this year to me. I would. This agree feels with that. like a I mean, team. This feels, I too have eyes and I'm looking at their roster. <laughs> this feels like a team that is, but I mean like, because like if you were trying to compete this year, you take pick seven and you either trade down or you pick like uh you pick a, a secondary player because boy, other than Nate Hobbs, this secondary is leaving something to be desired. I think um, yeah. Josh Daniels wanted that situation <laughs> of build the front build pass rush and hopefully that have, makes your the back of your defense stronger. Somehow. Kevin, they might have two of the top 15 nickel guys in the league with Amik Robinson too. Robertson too. <laughs> That's weird, yeah. Uh also, uh, I want to point out to further strengthen the point you two are making. Tyree Wilson there's there was big speculation he might not play this season because of that foot injury that wasn't healing correctly. So, this was really a uh, well, we just, you know, not too worried about this year. I don't understand though. Like, is Josh McDaniels has that? He has like a blank check from the ownership. Like, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. I think sense he to was me. looking at the uh, roster and went, "Well, Jalen Carter is definitely not going to thrive here." But why not turn the whole roster over, like the Texans did? Like, I, I don't get what they're doing. They're just like standing pat. They're not making big moves. Like, they made a big move last year to go get Devontae Adams, basically saying, "Like, we think this roster is one player away." And they were wrong. The roster was not one player away. And then and then now they're like, okay, well, let's not change anything. Let's just run it back with Jimmy G instead of Derek Carr and have like a very similar <laughs> roster to last year. And it's like, why? I don't think What's Al Davis is possible. I'm sorry, Al Davis's kid uh, is, is – I don't think it's in Mark. his genes. Thank you. Uh, 
don't think it's in his genes to turn over a roster and start from scratch. He always thinks how many is competitive. It's like in the Raiders. How many blood. coaches is he still paying right now too? Cause like, it feels like they just go through <laughs> these guys and that's part of the problem is they get like the splashiest coach and then they, they suck. And then they have to pay that guy for like four more years. Like I, I guarantee they're still paying Gruden. Oh, of course. And that's horrible. It's horrible. And that's probably why Josh McDaniels feels like he can just kind of not do anything, have a bottle year draft Caleb Williams next year, because like what what's going to stop him honestly they, that would gonna, be the best for them they're going to pay five coaches they're not going to pay five coaches you know i mean like they have to this is like the the most cash poor franchise in the league like they don't have their owner is not independently wealthy his his, his net worth is all wrapped up in being the owner of the raiders so yeah i don't know i'm just uh they suck they're terrible <laughs> anybody anybody got anything else they want to say about this team i don't so, think they'll be good I think uh, Austin Hooper, Michael Mayer, OJ Howard is a really interesting three tight end set and maybe gives <laughs> us a bit of a hint as to what they think they're going to be doing. Running the football with a bunch of tight ends and then running weird. Uh, and then like, well, because the thing games. is you can, you can just say, Hey, Devonte Adams, you're one of our two wide receivers. Go get open somewhere. No, you're, you're our only wide receiver. Yeah. yeah. It's like you're, you're out there and then we got all these tight ends. That's Which, cool. if you are thinking about putting a uh, rookie quarterback who has some running ability into that offense, that is a offensive uh, program that a rookie could thrive in. So it does kind of feel like they're laying the groundwork to draft a quarterback next year and maybe be able to take a step in two years. But that's a lot of leash. And this is a like this this franchise is hemorrhaging money. I agree. It's really weird because the other thing you're going to run into at that point is. Uh, Chandler Jones is going to be retiring. So Tyree Wilson has to be good. Like they're having these weird age out issues and then their offensive line is bad. Yeah. Like they have one good offensive lineman and everyone else is. How did they run so good last year? It's crazy. Like they have such a a mediocre. (laughs) It's just like Colton Miller and dudes. And it's like, how are they good at running? I don't get it. Yeah. Um, So I have them at five and twelve. Oh, very generous of you because I have them at two and fifteen. Wow! <laughs> this oh, is the God. this is this is my worst team, guys. This is my worst. Wow! This is my I'm worst. splitting the difference. So I get four wins. All right, so generous. Uh, our final team, the Los Angeles Chargers, they brought in Eric Kendricks. We're talking about standing back, dude. <laughs> then they lost Drew Tranquil, Kyle Van Noy, Bryce Callahan, and Nasir Adderley. They drafted Quentin Johnston, Tuli Tuli Polo, and Diane Henley. Seahawks connections. There's lots. Uh, they have Gerald Everett. We have Gino, Nuchen, and Nuosu. Uh, all kinds of connections between these two squads. Kevin, the Chargers have decided basically to run it back from last year's team. Was that a good choice? Uh, so they ran it back and brought in Kellen Moore. If Kellen Moore can take away some of the things Brandon Staley was doing to make the offense not work. And the other thing about this is uh, they had you, they had can I give um, you my favorite Kellen, can you my favorite Kellen Moore fact, Kevin? Okay. Uh, Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy this offseason basically said that the reason that Dallas was struggling was because Kellen Moore's offense was scoring too many points and the defense didn't have time to rest. That is, is that 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 is going to make its way into my where, Dallas Cowboys season preview. Where is the because science? Mike McCarthy sucks? <laughs> oh my gosh! I like 
I like look at the Cowboys. I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak preview this one. I like the Cowboys. I'm like, dang, this is an awesome roster. And then I just think about Mike McCarthy, and I'm like, oh, what do I do? Ten and seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, what do I do? Because this this roster is amazing, but it's like, I'm, I'm glad Jeff Fisher retired so Mike McCarthy could become Jeff Fisher. Jeff um, Fisher. Jeff oh, Fisher crawled so Mike McCarthy could Kevin, walk. Maybe. That's like <laughs> Actually, uh, so, I, wait, wait. Actually, I, I did. That's probably backwards. Jeff Fisher walked so Mike McCarthy could crawl. <laughs> there we go. That's. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh yeah it, it, i have now achieved my final form with the second franchise um i can't wait for him to rams his way out of the end of that one uh so i don't like the quentin johnston pick just because i don't really know what he does different than the other guys here but if josh palmer can be the deep threat they need him to be to kind of open up the middle of the what's, field for Allen and williams to work that's cool what's what's better than one mike williams <laughs> one and a half mike williams or, yeah, or say, half it, a mike williams. or a future future mike williams because they uh, they look they look I, if you stood next to each other you'd be like wow that's the same guy they cloned him <laughs> it's like the di- corporate six- wants to find you a difference between these two pictures <laughs> it's version 2.0 uh yeah i don't know uh, i think i think the three wide receiver set with williams johnson and allen is like pretty interesting like it's it's, it's potentially, not bad it's potentially very very explosive it's a, uh, their it's offensive line team, should be good if they can stay healthy like they've yeah, got a legit they, offensive line that's a Big if though they've had that's a huge if that's a massive if and it's um, not and it's not like they drafted guys that can play to 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 back it up if they run into it no they did problems. not <laughs> but they then spent... I also think they have good corner uh good defensive I, I think their defense has a lot of talent oh yeah and that wasn't the problem last year so really if Kellen Moore can basically allow if Kellen Moore lets Justin Herbert take a step forward I think going... that this is going to be a really good team. Going from Kenneth Murray to Diane Henley is like uh, such a massive upgrade. They they, they, they don't know. About and really, that. Eric Kendricks too, like a, a, a Kenneth, stable hand. Kenneth Murray just sucked. Like, what a bust. I don't know. Like, I'm just I, I don't want to like just rag on a guy like that. But man, he made Drew Drew Tranquil look amazing. That's that's that basically like when he was on the field, they're just like run at that guy. <laughs> he's not, I feel bad he's, doing it because have you ever gotten a draft uh, like? You know, when you're going through your draft stuff and you're like, this, uh, someone's really high and you're like, this person, I understand why they're being put up this high, but man, they have this super fatal flaw. And I just don't know how you play in the NFL with that flaw. And then they go to the NFL and you're like, oh, I was right. Oh, oh, I feel they bad. Can't, they, they can't tackle or run fit. Yep. Okay. Uh, they're they're free to play. <laughs> they're like, uh, they're, they have good stars on defense. Like that should be able to carry and, and kind of cover up any kind of other inefficiencies. Another what, helping, make, though. What big, it, make, uh, it makes up what big makes up for a lot when there, Nathan. Uh, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Derwin James, uh, those guys. Okay. That's not the same They're. I feel like they're all such big injury risks. And Khalil Mack, maybe uh-huh. not an injury risk, but mm-hmm. uh, so, a huge regression. You you don't you don't want to project. <laughs> Right, you Max getting old. It's yeah. it's going to start going down at some point. There is going to start pointing down. Here's the thing: the offense should be explosive. The defense has star power. It's hard though for me to project this team to be very good because even more than Denver, <clears throat> this is a team where if things go wrong, they're going to go wrong spectacularly. Uh, I I'm totally terrified uh, to pick this team to win the division because their coach is a knucklehead who goes for it all the time and doesn't call good plays to go for it, or I don't know, was trusting the wrong people. Maybe Kellenmore makes that better. That that matters. Kellenmore makes that better. And their defense, like you said, Eric, is this guy, guys with rich, it's guys with injury risks. I, I totally agree. It's just guys, 
that have spent a lot of time on the on the injured reserve in their career. Like Joey Bosa and Derwin James are two of the you know 15 best defensive players in the league when they're on the field. That's a serious question. Um, it's a it's worrying. It's hard. This is a very difficult team to project. So what did you do, Eric, when you were thinking about this? Uh, How'd you project? It basically came down. Do I give him 10 wins? Or do I give him nine? And I settled on nine because of the defense, uh, the interior of the defense. I still don't think it's very good. And uh, the injury risk we just talked about, is a big part of it. The one thing I do like in their kind of like run it back plan was <laughs> they have, they have a great receiving core now, uh, like, you know, all the way to like three and probably four, uh, what Palmer at four. At the number four spot, yeah. But Palmer's great. I, yeah. I, I really think it's going to be Johnston and Palmer um, at one and two sometimes because let's face it, Keenan Allen. <laughs> this is you know my feelings yeah. on Keenan Allen every year and every year he gets injured and then Mike Williams is every year he picks up banged up. It's, it picks up a little picks up a little owie that gets him out for three or four. Yeah, games and, for sure. and that's and, the thing. Both Williams and Palmer will be out, you know, between two and six games. So you're going to have. Uh, you're going to have some backup with these receivers, and I think ultimately that's going to be good for the team, but I do have them at nine wins. I also have them at nine wins. I'm right there with you. It's a good football team, and if everything goes right for them, I could see them challenging for the division even, but there's just too many things that can go wrong for me in terms of just key key their key players, are injury risks, and it's just – I don't know. Justin Herbert – I might, we might have, Kevin, I've said this before. We might have been right about Justin Herbert from the start. Like, Herbert came into the NFL. He set the world on fire. Uh, and I was like, I was wrong. Justin Herbert has it. You know, he has it. And I, because the thing about him at Oregon was never for me, like, can he make good throws or can he run? It was like, this guy lacks, this lacks, guy lacks killer instinct. Like, I don't get, he doesn't just, he just doesn't have, sometimes he just disappears for whole quarters and stuff. And then you watch last year's playoff game against Jacksonville Jaguars, and I was like, "Damn, I was right." <laughs> like, like I, I know, I know, like I know, like that that uh, that it's it's weird to just be like, "Oh, two years later, like the the upside is high, but he just will he will just disappear, or become passive, and uh, maybe Kellen Moore brings something out of him. That would be really good because if I think this is a kind of a make or break year for Herbert, where we see is this guy a top five guy like people thought he might be after the absolutely just stellar rookie season that he had and has put to the stellar careers put together so far is he is he that guy is he a top five guy or is he the next in a generation of like empty stats but doesn't really have it quarterbacks like that's the that's the question that you have to ask yourself because there are i hate to be this like old man helmet guy but there are guys that just um you know rise to the occasion uh in ways that this guy does not and we see it there's another guy in, in this in this conference who has the same problem which is josh allen in the playoffs has, has not delivered yet, you know, not delivered the, the big wins that they need to get his team over the hump. And I think Justin Herbert might be in that same class of like very good quarterback who just can't deliver the, the big win. And, you know, stuff like this is always true until it happens. Right. We saw this with Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning yeah. can't win the big one. And then it was true until it wasn't. And he won two Super Bowls. So maybe Herbert might just be on a longer career arc, you know, where he's, he's not going to get, he's not going to break through right away, but the team is good enough that he should be able to. It'd be kind of fitting if he was the next Phil Rivers. Um, <laughs> oh no, no, no! Yeah, he could be the next Someone Phil Rivers. Manabolo. Just big, uh, big stats, but like just can't pull off the can't pull through in the big moments or whatever. Yeah, I think the thing about it is, uh, you know, the the old timey football coach will call it being clutch, which is not quantifiable. But the the stat nerd will say the same thing, which is he has decision making issues. 
which is quantifiable. If you like, if you need, like if you could go out and get 20 yards and you're settling for five, like that's something that you can quantify based on the decisions they're making, uh, air yards per target, things like that. And those are big questions that you can have about Justin Herbert. But I also think that the offensive play calling uh, really played against him breaking those tendencies. And so I agree, this is a bigger break year for him because we know that Kellen Moore isn't afraid to dial up those big plays and let him air it out. And so if he has somebody who puts him in a position to be more aggressive and to be, you know, and to go for the win, go for the throat, will he take it? So I ended up with like, I could see eight wins if injuries and stuff breaks wrong. I could see 12 wins and challenging for the division if things break right. So I settled in the middle and projected at 10. 10 seems fair to me. I, I had him at 10 for a long time. And then I was like, you know what? I I, I like Denver. I, no, I just wanted to. I wanted to put give one you win. more win. I wanted to give. One, I do hate Sealy. I wanted to give one more win to Denver and one less win to the Chargers. Like I was just like, I kind of want to even these two teams out. I think they're very similar just yeah. in terms of everything. Uh obviously Russell Wilson was much worse than Herbert last year, but both quarterbacks totally need to prove it this year. They're going to come out. They should come out super motivated. Like Herbert should be trying to put that narrative about that last playoff game in to bed immediately. What, um, right. Like both of you, what, what a collapse, what receiving core would you rather have <laughs> Denver or uh, LA? Ooh, good question. All right. So we've got, it's I tough, think, right? I think I would pick Denver because they're established players uh, are more uh, are younger so they have a, a good established players who are younger now that being said the time if i if it's just for this season the talent level of the chargers right receiver core is better so uh thanks there you like that non-answer that i gave you jerry judy drops way too many passes but I'll, i'm gonna i'm gonna say something crazy right here i think marvin mims is better than quentin johnston so <laughs> so like and i'm i'm kind of in i'm kind of into marvin mims in general so uh so that that kind of uh pushes me a little bit denver's direction as well i like their young talent better uh, do you do my favorite offseason uh bronco story eric what? tim tim patrick is the best wide receiver on the football team that's like a real like, <laughs> I've, I've, I've big that, yeah. nar- narrative for the broncos i've, I've read that i've seen that headline has. twice is what i'm saying it's so stupid uh okay <laughs> kevin what about you what would you pick broncos or or chargers uh, I would pick the Chargers because they. I think they. I think Justin Herbert is going to be real, and having a quarterback and an offensive line moving forward, you can make the other pieces happen. And okay. I don't think you have that in Denver. Ooh, Russell Wilson slander. I'm here for I, Eric. What would you? Pick? I feel like uh, this is the McLaughlin Group, that political show from the '90s. And so you said, uh, Nathan, you said Denver, and Kevin, you said Chargers, and I will go, wrong! The correct answer is Seattle. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, All right. Wait for you to say the Raiders. <laughs> I mean, Seattle has arguably top top one wide receiver core in the league. So, yeah, okay. I, yeah, I can, I can dig it. Uh, all right. Uh, there are many ways to support the Seahawks Nest podcast. The best way to do so, head over to patreon.com slash Seahawks Nest. For as little as $1.24 a month, join the Discord where you can catch us hanging out in the group chat all the time. Ask us whatever you want. Uh, enjoy our arguments over the top 10 NBA players uh, of all time. Thank you to new patron Noah 
And thank you to patrons, new and old, uh, Emmanuel, Andy, Brett, Cooper, Evan, Phloctomus, Gavin, James, Joe, Joshua, Lucas, Malcolm, Micah, Rad Dad, Nikki C, Ryan, Terrence, Timothy, Tom, Astro, Blake, Bob, Casey, Daniel, David, Foles, Jay, Luke, Michelle, Mike, Mike, Noah, Richard, Thomas, Werewolf, Brandon, and Nick. Okay. So we're going to do a food related tier list here because I want to, this is the summer of making enemies, my friends. Uh, (laughs) And so after my barbecue takes, I was like, okay, now I'm going to do something that will make me even more. I'm going to keep finding things to make me more and more unpopular. We're going to get some big hate on this one. I can't wait. Okay. So this is, uh, we're going to use the list of the top 50 fast food items of all time from the ringer.com. Okay. We're going to Kurt Cobain line about in utero. We plan on losing a lot of fans yeah. with this next album. <laughs> yes. uh, I mean, that's basically how I am. Okay. So we will tear them into S, A, B, C, D, or F. F being uh, the worst. Uh, S being obviously the creme de la creme. Uh, we're going to start off with the ringer's number 50 fast food item, the cheeseburger from Five Guys. Uh, Eric, what do you think about the cheeseburger from Five Guys? Oh, man. It's a really good cheeseburger. Um, it's nothing that is going to solve all the world's problems but it will certainly make me forget about them for the two minutes it takes me to down that cheeseburger i like how you can go in and they have that list of toppings and you can just like pick like uh, as many things as you want you know um that's that's super fun i quite that's enjoy the that. opposite of a um was it fat burger where they ask you to have a moral quandary over whether or not tomato is worth 15 cents to you, which is just something I didn't sign up for when I wanted to eat. Ah, this is true. Here's the problem. Here's the problem with five guys. You can only eat it if you're independently wealthy. <laughs> it's, so, it's so, it's so expensive. Yeah, what happened in the last four years, five years? I don't remember it being like, Oh, what happened to the prices? Oh, I mean, it went from like, it was like nine or $10 for just the burger. And I was like, this is pricey, but it's okay. And now the burger's like $14, $15. It's like, oh my gosh, I don't think I want to, to have this burger <laughs> anymore. It's just not worth that much yeah. money. Like it's not e three sandwich F pricing C burger. I, I would say a sandwich F pricing B. I gave it, a, I would give it a, a B. Oh, man, if I'm, we're putting, are we, B or C. if we're putting pricing in this, then I got to drop it to a B, but otherwise I'd put it at A tier. Pricing absolutely matters when it comes to fast food. Like, we got it. We got it. We no, got it. No, you're right. You're we right. Gotta, when it comes to fast food, you know, this is like, I'm going to just go. Like, this is this is what makes Taco Bell great, is it's still so freaking cheap. All right. Anyway, uh, quarter, quarter pounder from McDonald's. Uh, this is the. This is the C tier burger that everything else should be compared to. Do you guys disagree with that? Uh, like, I do. I, oh, you like it? Yeah, worked. I'd actually agree with you. So, yeah, Kevin, give us quarter of McDonald's thoughts. F. No, okay. I mean, it is I a it is it. a mushy mess. So, the, my thing with it is the beef tastes bad. It cannot be my like it, double like junior bacon cheeseburger is my C, and it is directly worse. So, anything above D tier, I think, is misrepresentative. It tastes bad. It is bad. I don't think it's 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 McDonald's it's okay. beef is disgusting. They're dehydrated onions that. though. Their dehydrated onions are like uh pretty they good. are reconstituted onions, sir. 
sure, whatever. I like those. <laughs> I, well, is I'm it a reconstituted onion burger? No, sir, it is not. This is true. It it's has those on it though. They come, they come on the, they come on it. All right, we'll put Double it in the reconstituted D. onion burger powder. We'll put it in D because I think there will be things that are worse, but we'll see. It might get moved down. <laughs> but we, uh, it's definitely on the chopping block right now. Uh, cheese curds from Culver's. Uh, first of all, I have to say this is a Midwest thing. Eric, you're you're Mr. Midwest. Have you you've had the cheese curds from Culver's? I have, in fact, and they what are. You, and uh, I also have had them once, so I don't have I like have strong. Also had them oh, once. there we go. We're perfect. This that's all we need to do is review these because there's one in Idaho, I think. Yeah, Idaho gets some. Weird I like franchises we don't have here. Taco John. So so what what do you think about Culver's? Uh, you know when I had them, I'd give them a solid B. Every time I see fried cheese on a fast food menu, I'm like. Oh, this is going to be good, but it's either textured perfectly and just weirdly gross, or the texture's off and it's bad. For me, there was like an oiliness to it that I did not totally. Okay, yeah, I mean they were pretty greasy. Um, Yeah, they were super greasy to me. They're good though. I would say B or C for me. I'm fine with B. I'm good with B because uh, the reason the thing that keeps out of A tier is that if you didn't fry them, they would probably be A. Like frying oh, them yeah. actually made them a little extra oily and Culver's, really, really good cheese curds. Really good. I don't I don't think it's on here, but the best Culver's thing is the the frozen custard. Anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. KF, yeah. KFC's uh, concrete, right? Isn't it concrete? Yeah, concrete shakes or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. The original uh, blizzard. Anyway, uh, ch- KFC chicken. Uh, this says it's original recipe, okay, not extra crispy. Um, the f- flavor's okay, but it's like playing going to KFC is like playing roulette with your stomach mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and with the taste. Like it's just you never know what you're gonna get when you go to a KFC, which is not a, a great place to be in in fast food. Uh, I'm sitting on C or D. I'm good with think, either of those. I think D. I think it's worse. I would rather eat a quarter pounder than a. I would rather order a quarter pounder than a bucket of KFC chicken. I think. That's. Uh, I was. I, I was going to put it in the other way, but I don't do either. I was going. Yeah, I was going to put it in C. I've had uh, KFC rather more than I've had McDonald's. I haven't had McDonald's beef in like over twenty years. So um, I'm right there with you. Choice. It's been a long. So time. yeah, I, if you guys want this at D, I'm, who am I to argue? Or C or D, Kevin, you pick. I think you, it belongs in the same tier as the quarter pounders of D. Okay, KFC chicken. All right. This is, by the way, the chicken with the bone, not like the uh, anything else. All right. The Whopper from Burger King. This is why I think we have to put the quarter pounder in D because there's a clear F item coming you can here. Guys, the, tell me about the Whopper. You can see the onion right in that picture. The, yeah, but it's not. It's the it's it's regular onion. Every, it's, not, yeah, it's not reconstituted. No, but every time I bite a Whopper, I'm like, oh, I taste liquid smoke. I taste onion and mayonnaise, and something about Burger King ruined those three things. <laughs> the, the thing about the Whopper is the best part is the name. Yeah, yeah, that's how your stomach's Everything. gonna feel. Uh, it's it's a great name, the Whopper, and it's about everything else. This is an F. This is this is my gold standard F. If someone asks what my least favorite thing in fast food is, it's this and something else coming up for the oh, list. What about the Western Whopper, uh, Kevin? <laughs> it's even Me. worse. It's what if they made the Whopper sloppier somehow? Yeah, <laughs> sloppier, sloppier, sloppier Whopper. Okay, uh, more liquid smoke on that. The mashed potatoes and Cajun gravy from Popeyes. Oh, guys, hmm. guys, I've uh, never had this. Okay, so it's just it's between me and Kevin. Kevin, uh, 
Okay, I hate fast food mashed potatoes. These are the these are the, be- that's, like the best. That's ones, why though. I've never had it. That's why I've never had it. <laughs> fast food okay. mashed potatoes are pretty bad, but these are the these are the good ones. Like they're uh, way better than KFC's mashed potatoes. So where would you put Wendy's baked potato? Probably like C. C. Okay, so I think C. these are D then. Okay. So uh, yeah, this is this is the thing is that like Popeye's mashed potatoes are are solid. The gravy's the gravy's good. I don't know what it, yeah. it's probably. It has so much sodium. I'm gonna die from like eating. Is like, it a spicy? Of it, but... mm, no, it <laughs> has spice. Fast food spicy, which is like not spicy, but it's it's got like the McDonald's flavor. chicken. <laughs> we gotta go fast. We're only on 44. Okay. Filet of fish. Uh, F. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, F. It's why it's would bad. you put? Why do you, do you put want a piece someone of else to heat up your Gordon's fish? Sorry, sticks? why do you put a sorry cheddar gotta, cheese on a fish? Sandwich? I gotta tell you guys a story. I know we're running late, but here we go. When I was working, <laughs> no, this is what this is. Yeah, for. when I was twenty years old, uh, my boss, I worked at a trucking company, and uh, like the the swing shift, and he's like, Eric, where are you going for dinner? Uh, and I was like, probably McDonald's. And he said, and he handed me a twenty dollar bill, and he goes, Will you grab me two fillet of fish, please? However. This is very, very important. I need cheese on the side, okay? And if they won't do it, no cheese. Understood? I'm like, yeah, all right. So I get it, and I bring it back to him, and I said, uh, here's your two slices of cheese, and here's your filet of fish. And he ate it, and he was, like, loving it. He was talking about how good it was, and I was like, I don't know anyone who orders a filet of fish. And he goes, exactly, Eric. That's why I asked you to get cheese on the side or no cheese at all. See, at noon, they make about four filet of fish, and it sits under that burner all day <laughs> long. But if you ask for no fish, no cheese, or cheese on the side, they have to make you a fresh one. And that's why this is so good. So there you go. Uh, F. <laughs> okay. All right. I agreed. Okay, the original chicken sandwich from Burger King. Um, it's it's like they put a giant chicken nugget. On, <laughs> on a You're right. It is, which is which is probably a D. It's better than the Whopper. Oh, uh, I think it's better. I don't know. I think it might be. No, it's it's. I don't know. It's a C or a D for me, Erica. Do you like the original chicken sandwich? No, it's it's uh, it's weird. It's they like, put so, it's like they put meal. so much mayonnaise. They put so much mayonnaise on this thing. It's dude. a Burger King really is a mayonnaise sandwich. Burger King Burger and a Burger King. King. Burger, King. Burger King is uh, Burger King puts so Burger much King bought stock in Duke's mayonnaise. And so they mayonnaise just is need a to make sure those mayos and their mayonnaise, their mayonnaise has sugar in it or something, dude. It's like okay, the uh, the McGriddle from McDonald's. This is where we Ooh, piss people. Can I make it? Off. Oh, go ahead. F. Thank you, Kevin. Okay. F disgusting oh, terrible okay i actually i actually kind of like the mcgriddle You're i terrible. i would say b but but I, but i'm t- but it's two to one so i'm gonna put it in f uh but i don't think the mcgriddle is too bad it's like ridiculous it's the weird food item it's like those little syrup chunks <laughs> the, oh, the, so in the gross. weird pancake bun i remember everyone it's, raved yeah. about it and so i grabbed two for the first time i took two bites and threw these the, the Sandwich and a half. I can see why you guys hate it. Don't. Yeah, it's I'm like, not oh, good. I need to. I need a fruit cake bun for oh, my breakfast sandwich. Perfect, Kevin. Perfect. Ugh. Spicy chicken deluxe from Chick Fil A. Hey, hey. It's it's not the best chicken sandwich they have, but it is okay. Good. I was gonna say it's, it's an, the price. I was gonna ask if this was our first S, so we're sticking a. I like a. 
Uh, yeah, I think it, it's good. Uh, the the wheat bun it comes on is uh, is different than the the regular bun. Uh, the the introduction of cheese and uh, and stuff does not ruin the the experience. experience. Uh, you have to put your own sauce on it. <laughs> it comes like unsauced, so you just pick which sauces you want. Which it's the Chick Fil A sauce for me every time. Anyway, glazed donut from Krispy Kreme. Uh, uh, Kevin hates them. Uh, am I allowed to quantify this as I went inside and got a fresh one? Sure. Then I'm going to go ahead and put it in a C category. It's unique. C for me. And it's C for me as and well. And it can like it can be delicious enough. I certainly don't want it more than one or two. Makes my teeth hurt and I feel sick after eating half of one. Good good things about it is that like the thing is you could eat like 18 of these and not feel like you ate anything. It's it is a weird one of the weirdest foods. But like when you get like a like a hot one, like you said, Eric, they're 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 pretty bomb. Nathan, just to put this on par, that'd be like if I said, "Oh, it'd be like if you ate an entire tub of ice cream, you'd feel like you didn't eat anything." To you, you're like, "No, I'd feel like I ate something because I'd be like in the bathroom holding my stomach." No, I can for I can an eat an entire day. I can eat an entire pint of ice cream, no problem. I did it not that long ago. That's right. a gallon. <laughs> okay, gallon. Well, no one eats he a gallon it, of ice he cream. He did it during the Broncos preview. Soft cookies, <laughs> soft cookies from Subway. Um, Subway cookies are actually fine. They're just like the the Orville Redenbacher ones from from like Costco or whatever. They're not like mm-hmm. they're not reinventing the wheel out here. Uh, they're they're okay. Uh, C or D? Like what, C? C C C whatever. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they're they're good. They're fine. The Subway cookies. Yeah, you got to You should get one if you get. They, uh, they're good. Cherry limeade from Sonic. Never had it. Hey. Hey. That's oh, good. all right. It's. Here's the thing about Sonic is the um, the drinks are good. The drinks are good, and it I don't order ice cream there because their ice cream machines are like not serviced correctly, and they probably have mold in them. And uh, their food is trash, which we'll talk about in a second. Probably mm-hmm. maybe there's not a maybe there's not a food item on here from there Sonic, but be. if there is, if there is, then that. honey barbecue chicken sandwich from Whataburger. I I love Whataburger, but I've never had their chicken. Um, I had it. It's good. It's um. It's like it's three chicken strips on Texas toast. Like it's it's not doing anything out of bounds. That feels here, like but, a B in my heart. But it's it's solid. Yeah, I would say it's it's C, uh, okay. or or B, C or B. B is fine. Uh, honey barbecue chicken from. I love Whataburger. It is Jack in the Box, but in Texas. Uh, and Jack, the Jack in the Box you think of when you think of when Jack in the Box was good, not Jack in the Box now that it's like eighty million dollars. You're talking around the E. coli <laughs> times. Jack in the Box, got it. Chicken, chicken, chicken exactly. quesadilla, chicken quesadilla from Taco Bell. Guys, I, I, this, I love this. Like we all have our guilty pleasures. I love Taco Bell quesadillas and nachos. It, ha- it has like a, it has that red sauce on yes, it, right? It's got the orange spicy mayonnaise. Yeah. That red sauce is that red sauce is. is I'd I'd like to put it in B and move on, but if Kevin wants to bomb this to F, then please let's bring it to C. Uh, I'm good with either C or B. I I, tend to lean more C. I'll put it in C. C. It's it's fine. Like I would eat the chicken quesadilla from Taco Bell right now if someone put one in front of me. The cheesy bean and rice is my and the uh, potato soft taco are my are my go to. I don't want to spend any money items, um. So I just don't have the quesadilla that often. Yeah, the quesadilla is like more expensive too. It's like four bucks yeah, or something. It is. Um, okay, cheeseburger from In and Out. Uh, there is no, there is probably no better value in fast food. That's about. Uh, all I, I think the value puts it. it to a B because it's like a C burger. Yeah, In and Out is. I feel like it can get overrated because everyone just talks about it, and it's like the influencer burger. 
but you can't beat that price, and it is a solid burger. B or A? I'm going to put it in B. Okay, I was going to say, I'll, I'll go with whatever you say here because I'm, I'm, uh, I'm easy to sway right there. Chicken fingers from Raisin Cane's. Here's what I love about Raisin Cane's. They're just like, hey, what if we just have one item on the menu? <laughs> like, it's just, this thing. is... This is what we make. We make chicken tenders with French fries, and you can get either lemonade or sweet tea. There's like there's like nothing on this menu. It's like it's like a A plus business anomaly. Um, and uh, the thing about Canes is that the best part of the chicken fingers is the the sauce. The chicken fingers are good, but the sauce is the best part. What is it? Um, they are what kind of sauce. Probably my. It, it's called cane sauce. Okay. Yeah, but how would you describe the flavor is profile? It, is it like and what would I? How would I? It's like fry sauce colored. Okay. Okay. Um, here, here. That, will, I'll, that I'll kind of tells you what it tastes like with the color. I will read the ingredients from a copycat recipe. You ready? Celery salt, mayonnaise, hot sauce, Worc- Worcestershire sauce. That's how I like to say that word because if you look at Got it. it. Um, ketchup, coarse pepper, and garlic powder. Okay. So for more or less fry sauce. Sounds yeah. sounds like it's, it's pretty yummy. It's kind of it's like garbage sauce. You guys have never been to Raising Cane's? No. That's, that's There's bad. none around here. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll put it in A though. It's good. Yeah, just, I would just, gladly have some. It's chicken strips. That's a if sell. If Bojangles uh, is ro- on this, I'll, I'll be your raisin cane for Bojangles. <laughs> Kevin, roast beef and cheddar. Can we go fast with this so yes. Kevin doesn't puke? We got we to gotta, we gotta go fast before Kevin The roast beef it. and cheddar is the reason why people think that Arby's is bad. The rest of their menu is overpriced but pretty good. The roast beef and cheddar is disgusting, and I don't get how it's You can have list. a roast it's beef so- and be okay with yourself. If you have the roast beef and cheddar... <laughs> It is. What do we need? We need Carl Budig's roast beef and Velveeta <laughs> cheese on a burger bun. <laughs> what I don't get is, like, yeah, Arby's worst menu item is their like signature menu item. Although I will say right now, guys, if you go to the Arby's app, you can get roast the five for five. You can live live like it's 19, 2005 again. Like it's 1995 again. Wow. Five for five roast beef sandwiches, roast beef and cheddar. Slather it with the barbecue. Barbecue is good. I like Arby's, but the roast beef and cheddar does suck. I agree. Egg McMuffin. There is nothing more C in the world to me than egg than the egg. Yes, McMuffin. and it is a solid four times a year standby. C for me. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, I'll, I'll eat it every once in a while, and I'll be Bang like, average. "Yeah, this right. is this is super good. Tastes better no matter where you get it." Uh, the steak burger from Steak and Shake. Good, but Ooh. kind of expensive too. Yeah. No, uh, this ain't this this ain't expensive like the freaking uh, Five Guys. Five Guys, burger. no. I like B. I like I like the steak burger. I think B is right where it belongs. Uh, this is not the best burger, steak burger at Steak and Shake, which is part of the problem. No. If they put Wisconsin, Wisconsin buttery, buttery, then I'd give it an A. Like it's, it's come on, get it together. Chicken biscuit from Chick Fil A. S. How how much do we factor in racism <laughs> and bigotry? No, none. Oh, none. Okay. None. <laughs> it's, it's, it's price this and food. Is, this is this is this is not this chicken is not inclusive, but it tastes so good. Right, Kevin, I'm either A or S, and I can definitely go S if you want to go. Kevin S. brings me this biscuit and says, "Eric, don't ask any questions. Just eat this. It is S tier." Yeah, it's so yeah. good. Okay, the hash brown from McDonald's. Uh, C because B. I was B. I was thinking I think, B. It's I, super greasy, but I'll I'll go with B if you guys don't want. I'm fine with it. I'm I'm also in on B because I I love fast food hash browns. They're all kind of the same. Um, it's why I got to give props to Wendy's for making their breakfast potatoes like potato wedges instead. 
because but like, now I have JoJo's. to take something away from them for not serving them all day instead of fries because yeah. they they do the we, best potatoes in fast food. We have a manufacturer um, who comes in and the guy who runs the company when he's there for like two days and he'll bring in McDonald's for two days and just like two bag of two bags of egg McMuffins and one bag of hash browns and after like four days there's still like twenty hash browns left because because <laughs> he's bought eighty of them and you can only have like two. And then right. two more. So yeah, they're they're good. All right, Eric, the McDonald's apple pie. I mean, it's it's classic. It brings me back to my uh, childhood. I also I also don't love it. I'd say it's 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 the totally average There's... fast food dessert. There's something I I just love about this really? thing. Like you're playing roulette, you're playing roulette with all your taste buds because it might be just hotter than the the sun inside. There. Oh yeah, once you get <laughs> it, you it, literally have to make sure you eat it last. It is nostalgic because like it it still tastes the same as it did. It really does. Like when I was a kid. Whereas a lot of foods, I get them and I'm like, this is worse than when I was a kid. But I get the apple pie from McDonald's. I'm like, this is this is it. This is still good. I don't know. I like it. I I think it's a it's an it could you could talk me into A for wow. this even, but I, Kevin, I, I think be, we could settle B and I'll be satisfied. B. All right, okay, all B. right. Uh, McD's pie is a B. All right, let's go with the Cajun fry. Oh no, the Double Shack burger from Shake Shack. Um, it's it tastes really good. It's expensive. It's still cheaper somehow than the Five Guys I, cheeseburger, and it's still better. I put this in A or B. Yeah, it's. A I, I think B. we can go up to A. Yeah. Uh, the Cajun fries from Five Guys. Never had them. Uh, okay, good. five guys. You could just say that it's just fries with like a slightly different seasoning, Eric. Okay, I like these fries. Um, it, the coolest thing about them though is that they throw a bunch in the bag. If that's like yeah. the coolest thing about your fries, though, you like, better be eating there because if you drive home, it's going to be awful. Yeah, I would say it's a C for me. Uh, that's yeah. That's, that's all right. Is where I'm at. Uh, all right, the crunchy tacos from Taco Bell. Uh, I think these D. are really. They're, they don't come out soggy. I, it's, I don't. I don't. I, I always try and sub them out of the meals. I don't hate them, but I don't love them. They fall apart when you're trying to eat them. Uh, they're and so they're, cheap too. It's Taco they, Bell. They are cheap. They it's like better they, cheap stuff. Like, I man, yeah, I was you say, should be able to auto sub the then. potato soft. I, I'm gonna go. I'm down with D. To be honest, Fine. with you. this is like that the works. only. This is like the only. Uh, this is like one of the worst uh... Taco Bell menu items. Yeah, Taco Bell menu items. All right, animal style fries from In and Out. F. You know why? Because I shouldn't have to know a secret to make your French fries good. And In and Out's French fries are literally garbage. So I, I'm like so so out on animal style fries. It's unbelievable. Uh, but you guys could talk me into higher if you really want to. <laughs> uh, D for all the reasons you said. Fine, we'll set all there. All right. Uh, they don't taste bad. Like I had them, but the, their their fries are like taste like styrofoam. And like I said, I shouldn't have to know a secret to to make your French fries not good or to taste good. The soft taco from Chipotle. F. I was gonna put this, this is in like D. the this is the worst fast. This is like the worst item on the Chipotle menu. And if this is this is probably their only Chipotle item, I just don't get what they're doing here. What are we doing here? Uh, well, also, they're apparently twenty third mission style burritos. I don't know. It, like, I don't know anyone who goes there for this item. Their description of of why it's good is also bad. So F, why not? Um, yeah, Chipotle. I, I like Chipotle, but this is like the best. Biscuits from Popeyes. 
are worse than biscuits from KFC. So I don't know why this is on here and that's no not. No way, dude. They're not Whoa. because these ones taste these ones straight up taste like butter. Yeah, these it's are like, like I don't even crispy on top. These, I, I I like these. Oh, they're so good. These are such good biscuits. I Kevin had a I'm bad like bi- way into experience. We gotta give you we gotta get uh, some good Popeye's biscuits for Kevin. I'm into it. I think A. This is like I'm I like the Popeye's Popeye's biscuit quite a bit. See, it would have been a C for me because I I have not had a good biscuit from them. Oh yeah, no, it's it's like uh Eric, what do you think? Uh, But quality control on their sides is rough. That's Popeye's big flaw. Yeah, I agree. I I was gonna put them A because when I've had them, they're delicious. I'm willing to go two people a day. That's A. Biscuit. Yeah, uh, Popeyes. Yeah, I had to. I had to die on the McGriddle. So <laughs> this is my <laughs> the bit, Popeyes biscuit is my revenge. Uh, the chicken tenders from Popeyes. Hey, good tenders. Their chicken's good ten- all good. Good tendies. Yeah, they are. I like them. Hey. Uh, tenders from Popeyes. Top yeah. twenty. I just like Popeyes. I like Popeyes in general. Although, well, have you ever seen that RDW world where it's like, um, he's like a the pop the Popeyes who has four and a half stars on Google reviews. He's like, this can't be real. This this doesn't exist. This isn't a real place. And they go in there and they're like, are they playing jazz music? Like, what's going? On? Is this classical music? What's going on? It's so clean. And then they get the food and the guy's like, they gave me ten sauces and I didn't even have to fight with the guy. <laughs> it's like so funny because that's that is what going to Popeyes is like, man. It's just like you have to. You're, you never know what you're going to get when you're at Popeye's. All right. The uh, spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. Guys, I'm I'm going full B on this one. Okay. I really like the Popeye's chicken sandwich. I think it's really good. I do think... Well, this is the Wendy's chicken sandwich. Or the Wendy's, sorry. The Wendy's chicken sandwich. I do think it's good. The thing for me is that the chicken is not super juicy and it hangs way off the bun. So yes. like those bites that are just chicken are pretty dry, uh, which is which kind of holds it back from from S tier status for me. I'd be fine with A or B, depending on what Kevin says here. Uh, it is the chicken sandwich I measure other chicken sandwiches against. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would be either A or B tier. I'm I'm good with either of those as well. All right. For now, we'll just put it in A. I think it's a, it's a really good example of a chicken sandwich. Two tacos for 99 cents at Jack in the Box. F. It's not, 99, it's not 99 cents anymore, but this is oh, S. Oh, gross. This is These are the worst. An all-time great, oh. an all-time great fast food item. You got deli- to dip it in the ranch. It is just – it is so uh, – you could – That's a this secret. Is the best yeah, that's the like the thing, in and out. Including the lettuce. You, you, they're wrapped in paper, but you don't know it because it's totally see-through. So you think they just put tacos at the bottom of your bag and you eat the paper. I hate this. I hate these tacos. This is a straight up F for me too. So. Uh, all right. I'll put it in D. Poor Nathan. Uh, but just, just, just know, just know, uh, I was, I was here for the Jack in the Box tacos and uh, I was voted, I was voted down, but uh, <laughs> the Shack burger from Shake Shack. And one thing I like I is that the picture Shack Burger. Uh, Shack just I I so at Shake Shack I've never had the Shack Burger. I've had the double Shack Burger. I've had the vegetarian, the portobello mushroom thing, and I've had the chicken sandwich. Um, I'm going to assume that the Shack. I'm going to like the Shack Burger slightly less than the double Shack Burger. I would agree. So super super hot take, which means I'm going to put it in like B because it's <laughs> yeah. it's uh we put the we put the double Shack Burger in A. I don't know. Someone could come tell me why I'm wrong and the ratios are so much better. Uh, pretzel at Auntie. How Anne's. the hell did a pretzel make this list? Um, yeah, Get it out. Thing. fast food pretzels garbage. F you guys F yes. or or what? Yeah, I'm F because I would just go to like every pub has a better pretzel than this. Yeah, it's not good. There's some beer uh, the, cheese or something. No, nah, the Big Mac school lunch. The F. Big Macs suck. I'll, Big Macs are so messy. I like. I, I want to put them up for nostalgia's sake. I would split it in half 
and I would have a piece of burger toast and then a cheeseburger with Thousand Islands. Mac sauce, Mac sauce is really good. I'm not gonna deny that the sauce on this burger is 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 real. It's special sauce and it is good. Um, but Big Macs, when you order them, it's like you gotta like fight the burger to eat it. Honestly, like I'd just rather have a side of Mac sauce and put it on an actual hamburger I like <laughs> than, 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 than than order a Big Mac. I'm gonna say D. I like we D. okay putting I Big like Mac D. in the in the D. Nathan's right. rolling into uh, McDonald's like, hey, can I get some reconstituted onions and some Big Mac sauce? I'm making burgers this weekend. <laughs> exactly. If I could do that, actually, I would. Not even joking. Um, so okay, it'd be like me going into Taco Time, like, hey, can I get some salsa and some of the uh, uh, some of the seasoning for your tater tots? Cheesy. <laughs> Gord, the cheesy gordita crunch from Taco Bell. I had one of these a couple weeks ago, and I had never had one before. And I'd I'd like kind of been like, you know, okay, I waited. But then in the Taco Bell app, you can like build your own combo box. Yep. They have these things, and it's like five dollars. It's super cheap, and yep. this is one of the things you can put in the super cheap combo box. And it was like very good. I was like, whoa, this is this is like way better than I expected. Like I expected it to be just kind of like. But the thing is, is that the thing that sucks about Taco Bell's tacos is while you try to eat them, they kind of fall apart. Yes. And this thing has like a quesadilla on the outside to hold it together for you. And what's the problem and, with and the gorditas? Uh, they they that, need that crunch factor, right? Yeah, they're not. There's no texture. This fixes yet. both. Yes, it is That's so not good. Fair. Uh, I'm <laughs> willing to. I'm willing to go S for this. To be honest with you, I really wow. like this menu. This it's my second favorite item on the uh, on the Taco Bell menu. Wow, I was um, ready to so go B. So, Kevin, where are we putting this? I said S. All right, we're going S. Right. Why not? It's it's in the hall. It's in the Hall of Fame. The cheesy gordita crunch, uh, McDonald's chicken nuggets. I I hate that I love them so much. I hate myself. It is the for only thing I will so order much. from a McDonald's if I'm stuck going to a McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, B. It's, B. It's such a it's such a weird item, but like it is. It's good. It's just good. What's your good. What's your sauce? Uh, hon- honey. I'm trash. It's the sweet and sour. Oh, okay. I go. Uh, I go honey or the or the quote unquote hot mustard. It's so. It's so it's weird that you can order McNuggets with honey. It is. Uh, okay. Uh, chicken nuggets from Chick Fil A. Honestly, mildly overrated, but good. A. 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 Okay. Also, their uh, orange sauce is really. Their orange mayonnaise is oh, really yeah. good. Oh yeah. Yeah, Chick-fil-A sauce is the best. Spicy chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. S. Yeah. It's good. S. It's very consistent. Um, Kevin says, here's it's, a it's spicy tasty. chicken sandwich, and I'm not going to tell you where I got it from. S. Animal style burger from In-N-Out. Um, it's probably sloppy. A, but it's sloppy. It could be a B. A I'm going B A. For it's me. so good. I don't, it's sloppy is better. I'm not trying to eat this and drive. I'm going with an A because it's, like, it's so cheap. For I'm not eating this in the Louvre. <laughs> is five guys okay they have five guys bacon cheeseburger now is that better than the regular cheeseburger to you guys or should i is it just in the same tier yeah i'm already spending my entire paycheck so <laughs> it okay. is better okay so we'll put it in at the end of a tier yeah, i yeah. think we should all right the mcflurry overrated overrated it's okay. yes plus there's that, two up from here the is things something you can, better the things you can mix into a mcflurry are not that good is it b or is it c it might be it's c, c. So let's go see. It's C. Oh, yeah, you're gonna roll through two things coming up that makes it. Here's easy. B. Here's B. Frosty. Exactly. Actually, Frosty. Frosty might be A. Frosties are really good. There's some the fry dipping factor of Frosties fried is never to be Kevin, So good. And guys, there's soup, something super wholesome about just chocolate or vanilla. And now apparently, sometimes there's like strawberry, but it's just yeah, like, seasonal strawberry. So A or, a or B, I'm Eric? Going to a. 
Hey. All right, let's do it. Let's go. I'm, I'm in. into it. Hey. I'm into it. Chocolate Frosties are awesome. Blizzard from Dairy Queen. S. Does the price bring it down to an A? Because that's the no. only real question. Okay, S. Yeah, I'll go S. <laughs> just know it. No, Plus, when you're not. when you're feeling like you want to be healthy, it is the it is the Five Guys burger of uh, ice. It's cream, better though. It's, it's so been good. Better. It's still yeah, when you're here's my thing about the when you want to okay, be healthy. You go first? When you be healthy, you get like a pineapple flavor, and you don't feel like super fat. But then I had a fruit serving. Yeah, because you had a fruit serving of just like some jellied fruit. <laughs> yeah, your, jellied, your jellied fruit with syrup. And you're like, wow, I feel good about myself. But then if you want to be a fatty fat, you have like the cheesecake and it's the jelly syrupy fruit with cheesecake bites. And so guys, you get everything. You know, I know my thing about the blizzard is if I go inside at the Dairy Queen by my house, like okay, Aaron, five here with the, if the nachos all stick together, it's one nacho explanation of blizzard nutrients. And you're hey, just you, trying to power through it, man. You can't, you can't, you can't take all the, you can't take all the nachos with stuff on top of it. We have a rule. You can't just take all the loaded nachos and leave the chips behind. That's why you make behind. more. That's why you make more. Go on. What about the Blizzard and, by anyway, house or the Dairy Queen by house? Anyway, like five five or six kids that are my old students work there. So every time I go there, if I go inside, like I get the the hookup on the uh, the the like the toppings. So it's great. Yeah. Uh, curly fries from Arby's, good but not the best fast food curly fries. That's Jack in the Box. So I would give it a B. The first time but I had them though, I was like, oh, that's a game changer. So I give them a B. They're really good. B? Yep. What do you think, Kevin? A, I think I'm a going A. I think they're more consistent than Jack in the Boxes. Oh, really? All right. I'm going to put them in, in, in B, but I'll because I two gets one. But yeah, I agree. They, they yeah. have A potential. Chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A is an A. It's worse S. than the, the spicy one, but it's really good. <laughs> you want to go S also? S because it just like sometimes I'm in a spicy mood. Sometimes I'm in a not a spicy mood. Like, I don't know, man. And I, I'm never disappointed either way. Yeah, they're, it's still good. Uh, Eric, do you have a strong opinion on the regular chicken sandwich? Uh, not strong. I was going to go A, but if you really want to put it S, I'm not offended. All right, we'll that was good. Go a. A for, we'll go. We'll go for A for now. Chicken from Popeyes. A. Two piece spicy dark at Popeyes with just the biscuit is like one of my favorite really? fast food things. It's really good. So so uh, and it's like S when I get if it. If you so. want, if you two want to push S, I have no problem with that. I'm either A or S. They are the fast food chicken place. Let's, like their chicken is. Let's go bad. S. I mean, what what was okay. that new item they had that we couldn't even get in there? It's an S. McDonald's McDonald's French fries. S. Uh, overrated. Overrated. S. They the the fries you yeah. ate when you were a kid are not the same as the ones that we get now. That's the problem. Is like they changed their recipe and stopped using beef tallow to fry the French fries, and they're they've not they are not as good anymore. Like you know what? If like that's a, I, it's been a long time since I've ordered like, just fries, so maybe I defer to you guys. There's some kind of like. There's some kind of carnal memory that like there's like an it starts to fade away in an our age group because we got the good French fries when we were kids and then they got we got the bad ones as we came became teenagers or whatever, um and like people that are a little bit older than us got more of the good the good McDonald's French fries and they remember like the taste. I'm telling you, they have they have downgraded their French fries over the years by changing their their menu. I for me it's, it's either a, C because it's bang average or a D because it's not as good as it for used me to be. it's like down to a C uh, double double it in and out um, I mean it's got to be in the same category as the regular cheeseburger right yeah and yeah. then and then the waffle fries from Chick Fil A uh, totally overrated I agree uh, I don't I can't believe they put but those also in number good one. they're good but like uh, they're B I think they're a B yeah for me. Just the fries by themselves, yeah. Like a beep. There are conduit for getting Chick Fil A sauce into my body, though, which is yeah. which is nice. 
Uh, but so I can that's... also just use a chicken sandwich for that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're good. Okay, so in conclusion, our S tier, the best. Chick-fil-A, chicken biscuit, the cheesy gordita crunch, the spicy Chick-fil-A, the chick bliz- cook, the blizzard, and the chicken from Popeye's. Favorite blizzard flavor, go. Something with brownies in it. Uh, it's the only way to consume a Butterfinger without having it stuck in my teeth for three years, days. That's good. They have one. They have a seasonal one I really want to try. It's like Oreo brown, uh, Brookie brown. Oh, yes. Brookie I guarantee cookie. you that's it. I want it. to try that that's very bad. One. All right. And then the F tier. I'm not I'm going to read the middle. I'll post I'll post in the Discord for you guys to dissect. The middle tier, the F tier, though, was the Whopper, the filet fish the McGriddle, the roast beef and cheddar, Chipotle tacos, and Auntie Anne's pretzel. I cannot argue with that. That is I feel that so is, good about that F tier. <laughs> that is those are those are all things I would probably prefer not to eat. So I'm into it. All right. Uh, you guys have strong fast food opinions. Tell us in the Discord. For Eric, for Kevin, we will see you all next week. Go Hawks. 